Modern Christian Dads, Season 2. We're about to explode. Just dudes talking news, sports, and God. Hey guys, welcome to Modern Christian Dads. Uh, we got uh, the three of us here, and we got one special guest. Uh, we'll go from left to right here, or your right to my left. We got Justin Bella. He's our special guest today. How y'all doing today? I'm not a dad, but I can still comment. I am a guy, and I am a Christian. <laughs> well, there you go. I'd rather you not comment, please. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. Then we got the one and only Greg Craywick. Hello. Seriously? Greg is here. Awesome, man. Of course, I'm Greg Walden. I'm That's right. substituting Ew. for Jeremiah. Yeah, there's my uh, disgusted fan there. And to my right, we got the king and mayor of Taco Bell, the one and only Kelly Stevens. <laughs> yes, yes. Glad to be here. <laughs> Remember, enter the promotion code Kelly and get your 10% off your next chalupa. <laughs> really? Um, this is going to be a long <laughs> afternoon, isn't it? Somebody's going to do that, you know. <laughs> we just lost the fan. <laughs> all right, guys. I hope you all having a good day. Uh, we're here to talk news, sports, and God. Uh, who's got the news? Who's got the news? Who's got the news? I got some news. All right. Okay. But you want me to go first? Yep. All right. I got some news. All right, so here, this is actually, this is one that Pastor Jeremiah would be very interested in. Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest to go on without spectators. What? What? You can't have that. Yeah. You've got to watch it, you know? So it says the organizers of the annual Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest in New York said this year's event will go on as planned, but in a private location with no fans. Nathan's famous and major league eating announced Tuesday that the contest held annually on July 4th in Brooklyn's Coney Island will take place amid the COVID-19 pandemic at a private location in the area without any spectators. The two 10-minute contests, one for men and one for women, will each only have uh, five participants instead of the traditional 15 to abide by the social distancing guidelines. Workers will wear masks and gloves during the event and the competitors will all be tested for the coronavirus before being allowed to compete. Last year's champions, Joey Chestnut and Mickey, uh, Mickey Sodu, Sodu, are both expected to compete in this year's event. The event will be aired at noon on July 4th on ESPN, the organizer said. Mm. So, we got a problem. Where's the MCD trip here? Now, that kind of throws a bone in our MCD trip to Coney Island. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's kind of a bummer. I mean, it's, I mean the fans were kind of what made the whole thing. I mean, you know, yeah. the, the other thing that might be interesting to see is if they're able to eat as many as previous years because i think the fans cheer you know, them on them on and get them like, going yeah oh it's so yeah. disgusting to watch well, they're gonna be tented beforehand they, they need to be tented afterwards after eating all those hot dogs yeah. i can't believe well, i think they might have an advantage because you know they've been training all winter long because now you've been stuck in your home with covid so that's all you're gonna do is eat yeah so, well yeah. well he's been training for a while then i would say right yeah. if you're home stuck at home so anyway does anybody smell something burning? <laughs> yeah, actually, I do. <laughs> it's popcorn. It smells like burnt popcorn. Uh, <laughs> burnt hot dogs. Yeah. Well, you've got something, don't you there, Justin? Uh, yeah, I've got two things. You know, the first, uh, this one is sports, you know. Um, there is actually chess boxing. Can you actually believe it? 
There is, it's actual fort. It was invented by the Frenchman in 1992. Hmm. And it's, you do up to 11 rounds. They start out with playing chess and then they go into two minutes of boxing and then they go back into chess. And you can win by knockout, a checkmate, or if you just run out of time. (laughs) So guys can be smart and, you know, strong at the same time. So they still have to hit the clock, you know? Yes, yes, they still have to do the clock timer, like chess. If they run out of time, they they can lose that way too. Wow, that's an interesting combination. I'm more into MMA and Monopoly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you do go to jail in Monopoly, you know. Yes. Yes. Kelly, I challenge you to a match. Yeah, I'm going to buy a hotel and knock you out. (laughs) We got our first MCD match going, man. Kelly versus versus Justin there. Well, you know, it was invented by the French, but it took the Dutch to actually perform it. It They didn't start performing it until 2003. By a Dutchman. Yeah. It's How, could popular, you concentrate? It? <laughs> How could you concentrate on your chess game after being bashed in the head? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I, man. I saw a match the other day on YouTube. I was watching it just to make sure it was real. And it is. They have world champions. So, like, wow, your queen just topples over in, in the middle of the chessboard area? No, no. They, they set up the board, the mat, the board in the ring, and then, you know, they clear the ring, and then they get the boxing, and then they clear the ring again and set it back up. I wonder if you could carry the fight over into the chess game. Like, if you don't like a movie made, you know? <laughs> yes. Crown me. Crown me. That's checkers. <laughs> oh, yeah. <sorry. laughs> what you got for us, Mr. Walden? All right. Well, we got the 49ers give Kyle Shanahan a new deal through 2025. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, I saw this on Fox News. The San Francisco 49ers rewarded Coach Kyle Shanahan with a new six-year contract Monday after he took the team to a Super Bowl in his third season at the helm. Nice. You said Fox News. Is that accurate? Man, that's about accurate you're going to find on the, <laughs> in the news, I guess. Talk, they got numbers in there? Uh, let's see. I'm sure it's a few, few thousand dollars, right? Let's see. Well, <laughs> I don't think I see any money in there, but I'm sure it's uh, I'm sure it's getting paid. You know there's money changing hands somewhere. Yeah. I know the I know the new contract is don't celebrate on the third quarter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably a good idea. <laughs> well, I got something for you, Kelly Stevens. All right, so large non-native snapping turtle captured in Virginia. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Police in Virginia said officers responded to a residential neighborhood to apprehend an unusual suspect, a 65-pound alligator snapping turtle. The Fairfax County Police Department said Animal Protection Police were summoned to an Alexandria neighborhood where the large turtle was spotter, spotted wandering loose. Loose from what, I'm wondering. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the animal was identified as an alligator snapping turtle, a species that is not native to Virginia. Virginia Department of Game and Inland Fisheries officials said they suspect the turtle was a pet bred in captivity and released into the wild. The turtle, dubbed Lord Fairfax by rescuers, <laughs> was taken to the Virginia Zoo in Norfolk. Have you ever tangled with a snapping turtle? Uh, kind of. Yeah, I have too. They're no joke. No, they're serious. And, and one thing I can never figure out is guys that hunt turtles. 
Like, like mm-hmm. they just reach mm-hmm. down in the muck and pull them out. Yeah. And those things, you know, they have their beaks open, yeah. ready to, to, yeah. to just, I, I mean, that's so dangerous. I, Are they missing I, a couple fingers? I, yeah, they <laughs> should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lose fingers. yeah, you can lose fingers with them. Because I remember I was like, when I was a little kid, I was like probably like seven, eight years old. We lived down in Myrtle Beach. And me and the, you know, my friends were just, you know, getting messing around. This you got friends. Well, I had friends, yeah. <laughs> Patrick. <laughs> They're no longer there. Anyway, anyways, there's this huge snapping turtle. It's a big old thing. It's a big old snapping turtle in the ditch, and we were all poking it with sticks and stuff. And the, the trailer park manager's like, "Get away from their kids! They'll, they'll mess you up." Yeah. Well, yeah, they will too. <laughs> I've seen them bite broom broomstick handles in right in half. Yeah. yeah. Right in half. And there was a guy on YouTube that actually went and actually had one bite him in the arm. I think he regretted that decision. Yeah, that's yeah. not a good idea. I've seen Belinda do that too. By chewing the arm. Yeah, yeah. Or by the broomstick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> got, got infected and everything. Had to wait till it lightning before to let go. You regret it, don't you? Well, so you guys, you guys probably know. I mean, I'm from Northern Indiana, so we have serious winters up there. Lakes freeze over and everything. So. There is a very popular lake up there called Pine Lake. It's in Laporte, Indiana, right? It's fairly close to Chicago. So anyway, very popular lake, very busy, jet skiers, you know, swimming and all this and that. Somebody had released an alligator into that lake one summer, many years ago. But they actually caught it and pulled it out. And everybody knows that they're not native to that. Yeah. But think how dangerous that that could have been. Yeah. For somebody. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, that is a busy, busy lake, like I said. People swimming and you know having cookouts and everything, and there somebody had released an alligator into yeah. that lake. Well, I I just read uh, this afternoon that uh, here in Missouri, uh, the the conservation somebody got called to two alligators and they got one of them. They haven't found the other one yet. Really, but, uh, the one was five foot long. Can, wow. I, can you imagine? I mean, you're not <laughs> expecting. An alligator in Missouri, Missouri. but was it in Kellogg Lake? (laughs) (laughs) Craig, this is not confession. You can't confess that you let an alligator out. (laughs) I heard like the one up in Kansas City. They had an alligator up there too. They had a pet alligator. It had to be a pet if it's all the way up in Kansas City. I'm sorry. Yeah, man. Some people just shouldn't have certain animals. (laughs) Well, and that's the thing. They get they get something because they think it's really cute or. You know, but then they forget yeah, that they're going to sure. grow up. They're going to get yeah. big, and then they're going to do what they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, what else you guys got going on here? Well, I wanted to talk about the history of Father's Day. You know, oh, we got Father's awesome. Day coming up. Okay. Um, guys, you can thank women for Father's Day. What? Yep, it's it's actually a true story. Uh, we have two ladies here. Um, it started in West Virginia. Can you believe that? No. A lady named Gracie Clayton, <laughs> back in 1908, she, there was a, in 1905, there was a big explosion in a mine. And okay, yeah, it's a big mining community. Though. Yeah, yep. 380 men died. So the next year, she's like, we need to do something for fathers. Mm-hmm. And so she, this town in West Virginia, uh, Fairmont, is considered the home, the first place where Father's Day ever happened. Really? Mm. But... She didn't get the credit. Just like Edison and the light bulb and Tesla, she didn't get the credit. This other lady is considered the father of, of Father's the, the, the mother of Father's The day. mother of Father's Day. Her name is Sonora, Sonora Smart Dob. In 1910, she uh, petitioned Congress to start Father's Day to honor fathers. It didn't accept. It, really? it had to take a little years later to about 1916 before they actually 
made it a national holiday. Oh, interesting. But she considered the the mother of Father's Day, but this lady actually started it. So what came first, Mother's Day or Father's Day? Mother's Day was the first. Of course. Because it's mentioned in the Bible. It's considered biblical. Uh, Yeah. So Father's Day come out of uh, guilt. Out of guilt, yes. (laughs) 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 We got to do something for the guys. Well, you know, the guys need ties, man. That's why we have Father's Day. Well, Congress didn't approve it back in 1910 because they think it would be too commercialized. No. Yeah, that's what it is. That's it. Holidays, commercialized. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, nonsense. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Oh. All right. What else you got going on over there? Anything good? Everybody's looking around like, uh. <laughs> yeah. What? Well, I'll just say uh, I had a, a 40th wedding anniversary. Recommend everybody do it. Congrats. Congratulations. 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 Yeah. To Belinda. <laughs> yeah, to Belinda. <laughs> Putting over you for that long. Yeah. Of course, congratulations to her. She's the luckiest woman alive. <laughs> Swap. Uh, does, yeah. does she think that? Uh, yeah, well, she better. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, we, we got away and... and uh, uh, just had a great time. Yeah. Good old, as Pastor would say, good old Branson, Missouri. Back <laughs> when I was a youth pastor. Did you Did you go see uh, Did you go see any shows or anything? Like uh, no, because a lot of them weren't up and running yet. Oh, okay. Uh, so uh, they're still kind of closed, but I think they're supposed to slowly start opening up this week. Okay. Um, just a week too early, I guess. But uh, anyway, we we did go hang out down at the the Branson Landing and uh, uh, went and eat at my favorite uh, restaurant Joe's Crab Shack mm. it was a, oh, it was nice. a good time had okay. by all and and uh, then uh, my lovely bride uh, rented a Hilton suite Nice. Had a big did, patio. Re, did she invite you to come with her? Uh, no. no. Uh, oddly <laughs> enough, it was all the kids. And, and I, I just a nice couch. And I'm like, hey, what are you guys doing? Nice he just showed up and I was like, why are you here? Yeah. I was the couch in the lobby. Was that <laughs> yeah. It was comfy. It was good. The vending machine had some really good yeah. food. Yeah. Well, I got, a, I got a funny hotel story for you. So uh, this is many, many years ago. Uh, the company I worked for, I worked for a phone company. They set a, sent us to Texas for training. Great state. And, Very good state. And the hotels, all the hotels in the it was Dallas Richardson area where they sent us. All the hotels were packed, but we all had rooms. Mm-hmm. So one of the guys that, that, was, <laughs> that was with us <laughs> sold his room to somebody else who couldn't, <laughs> who couldn't get a room. So he saw, and he slept in his van. He slept in his work van for what? the whole oh week. My. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and in the morning, he'd wake up and he'd come in and go to the Continental Breakfast and fill his pockets with bacon and stuff. Oh and just go. But yeah, he did. Yeah, I couldn't believe he did that. So that's that's bad. That's that's not. That's good. actually, I think that's smart. <laughs> yeah. So he made just don't let the company yeah, find yeah, out. Yeah, made some extra money on that. So yeah. anyway, yeah, that's so funny. Well, well, I think we're going to be getting into our spiritual talk next. Yep. Right? Uh, let's just do our commercial. Yeah. yeah let's hear Thanks. something from our sponsor. Hi, my name is Jeremiah Johnson. I am the host of Grace Point Daily and the Modern Christian Dance podcast. But most importantly, I have the coolest job of being the lead pastor of Grace Point Assembly in Carthage, Missouri. Our church is about helping people discover a relationship with Christ and your purpose in him, connecting other followers of Christ together in relationship and living out the mission of God. Why don't you join us for a service next time you're in this area? For more information, service times, and our address, go to gracepointag.org. We hope to see you soon. 
All right, guys. All right. Well, I get to be the lucky one because I lost on the, <laughs> lost the, on the heads and tails there. So, uh, you lost, but you technically <laughs> you won. So. Let's, let's say that. Let's say that. Um, well, I just after being on vacation a little bit and you know actually getting outside of Carthage, um, I just was watching people, doing a lot of watching people and and noticing that it, you know, Anybody call the cops on you? Yeah, yeah. Stalker. Yeah. Oddly enough, it canine, was blind out canine hit on me. But, uh, no, uh, I just noticed that a lot of people just seem to be a little still anxious, uh, mm-hmm. a little worried, you know. And I've seen several people wearing masks, and uh, a lot of the stores uh, down there were still uh, practicing social distancing yep. and counting how many people were in their businesses and you know, they wouldn't let more than uh, most of the little businesses look like there's about 20 is about as many as they would mm-hmm. let in their in their uh, uh, stores. But anyway, I just I with if you just watch the news, which I've just about quit watching. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's it a just, good idea. It just it, it, it'll paint a picture. that's just not good. But I really think that uh, there's a lot of people that are just absolutely terrified and mm-hmm. and scared of what the future is going to be for us and uh, to tell you the truth if you're a christian I, I i'm not worried at all right I, you know i know that there's a but if you're not a christian and i'll just speak to all the dads out there whether you're a christian or not um really if you just keep your eyes on on jesus um that's 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 the focus, and that's that's what uh, our hope is. That's where our hope is, and that's um, the one thing that uh, will will make that storm go away. Yeah. And I and so anyway, I got to thinking a little bit today about uh, the storm that uh, the disciples found themselves in, mm-hmm. and uh, and just let me read a little bit here. It's out of Matthew chapter fourteen. Um, it says. Uh, let me get it to where my eyes can adjust to this here real quick. Immediately he directed the disciples to get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side. While he, um, while he sent the crowd away, and after he had dismissed the, the crowds, he went uh, on the mountain by himself to pray. When it was evening, he was there alone, but the boat uh, was already a long distance from the land, tossed and battered by the waves, for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch of the night, which is about 3 to 6 a.m., Jesus came, into, uh, came to them walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, and they said, It, was a, it is a ghost, and they cried out uh, in fear. But immediately he spoke to them, saying, Take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. And Peter replied to him, Lord, if it is really you, command me to come out uh, on. Uh, come, command me to come to you in the water. And he said, "Come." So Peter got out of the boat and walked to the, on the water and came toward Jesus. Um, but when he saw the the effects of the of the wind, he was frightened and began to sink. And he cried out, "Lord, save me!" And I there's a couple things here that I wanted to kind of bring out. Uh, in this to to encourage you number one we are all going to face a storm at some point most of us will face many storms during our sharing sure. our lives you know and and uh 
I, you know, I think Blunt and I have been married 40 years. We faced some storms mm-hmm. together, you know. Um, I heard one somebody uh, say, well, we should pray, you know, and it's like, it's come to that, you know. <laughs> we, we actually got to pray now. It's yeah. generally the last thing that we do when mm-hmm. it should be the first thing that yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, and so uh, going through this storm with, with COVID, COVID-19, there are so many people that are terrified. And I, I know here in Carthage, I think our numbers have kind of jumped up since they relaxed some of the um, – you know, uh, some of the social distancing and that kind of thing. And so people are starting to mingle a little bit more. And and so we've had a few more people here in the Carthage Joplin area that's gotten it. And I think people are are like, oh, you know, what's going to happen? Where's this going to end, you know? And I've even heard people saying, is this the end times? And I I believe that we're, who knows when it's going to be. I'm I'm continually watching, right. but I think that this is a sign, and we just need to be paying attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what happened to to the disciples in the boat? The storm comes, and they think they're going to die. I mean, they literally think that it's over for them, uh, and then all of a sudden, they see somebody walking on the water. Who, who do you know has walked on the water before? You know, well, obviously we know it's Jesus, but at that time, nobody had ever walked on the water. And so here comes Jesus walking out, and they're, they're like afraid. They think it's a, a ghost, and um, the next thing you know, they start recognizing, hey, it's, it's, it's Jesus. And uh, out, of the, out of all the disciples, Peter was the one that was said, hey, if it's you, Jesus, really you, won't you command me to come out, out to you? He goes out to him, and I don't know if any of you all have jumped in the water before. <laughs> and I, I know that a lot of people dive in water and that kind of thing, and you don't slowly begin to sink. You immediately you immediately sink. Yeah. I mean, it's it's an immediate going under. <laughs> and uh, but the scripture says that Peter began began to sink, not sink. He began to sink, and he cried out, and Jesus pulled him out. Well, the whole. The whole thing that I want uh, to encourage everybody out there with is, you know, this storm that we're going through, it's going to pass. Yeah, This is going to pass. I don't know, you know, what the future is going to hold or if it's going to curtail how we do business, how we do church, how we do life, you know, that kind of thing. But I, I'm going on as normal. You know, yeah. my Jesus is in control. Amen. He's in Amen. control of every aspect of me and my family and in control of every aspect of you guys' lives. Uh, so when the storm comes, and the storm will come, there'll be another storm. There'll be another storm after that. And there'll be another storm. There'll be things that'll come come your way. During all the storms that come your way, there's only one thing to do, and that's to call out to Jesus and Amen. keep your eye on him. So yeah. that's kind of my spiritual talk today. I, I hope it encourages you. And well, I will say... If there is anybody out there, any of you dads, we're coming up on Father's Day. Yeah. And I happen to know of a guy that uh, is struggling a little bit, uh, going through some some problems at home. And uh, I, I, think he, I think he thinks that uh, God has forgotten him, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And I think it, uh, he, he doesn't feel like uh, uh, God is looking over him mm-hmm. anymore. And let me just say to anybody else out there, he loves you, and Amen. he's for you. He is in your corner. That's right. Uh, and all he wants is you to just call out to him, 
And you may not you may not feel like he's listening, but he is. He's there. He, he never he never uh, uh, shuts down. He is always working on our behalf. Sure, and that's a tactic of the enemies to yes. try is to almost spiritually try to get you isolated to so those feelings yeah you know come to the surface. God has forgotten. God has not forgotten about you. Yeah, no, no. So. no. And, and going off what you said, Kelly, that's, that's a very good, really good spiritual talk that we gave today. And I, I was thinking you know, a month or so ago when I was even doing a podcast that, you know, we know that, you know, as believers, there's the physical, that we, you know, we're living in the physical world, we're in physical bodies, but we also know there's a spiritual, eternal, eternal That's right. uh, aspect. But the non-believer doesn't believe in the eternity aspect. They just believe the physical is all you have. Mm-hmm. And so when we see the, all the fear going on over coronavirus, all the other things going on in the country, and, you, and I just realized, you know, for a non-believer, this physical thing is all they believe they have. And, of course, you know, if that's all they have, that's all their world, they're going to be scared to protect it because they don't want to lose that. Because if they lose that, they believe they lose it's everything. They lose everything because they don't have the insight that there's an eternity after the physical life. That's right. And, yeah. and, and, and if we know the struggle even for believers is real, even if we know that there's an eternity, we know Jesus, and we have, even we struggle sometimes. Just imagine how hard the struggle is for a non-believer who doesn't believe in all that stuff, and that we that we as believers can share that that hope with the non-believers. Hey, there's there's there is an eternity, and there is a hope, and there there you know keep your eyes on Jesus, and he, he like he'll calm, you know, he can calm the storm inside of you, and share that light with him. All right. Can I just say how great this uh, podcast went without Pastor Jeremiah? I, it, it, it was it was amazing how well it, one of the better ones. It, we've one done, of the right? definite better better ones that we've done. Uh, yeah, we well, do. I mean, you yes. know, the, it's the old saying goes: you should talk about somebody like they're right in front Any, of you. Right? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> hey, did, did you guys get to see the uh, picture I found of uh, Pastor? Pastor Jeremiah when he was a, a yeah. kid? I, yeah, I did. I, I thought that was pretty that, incredible. That is like, a, that's a mullet like I've never seen. <laughs> that was a massive mullet. That was, like that was a, a Nebraska party. mullet yeah. right yeah. there. Yeah. It's yeah. just in the front, party <laughs> in the back. That was like an REO Speedwagon concert. Yeah. <laughs> it, it looked like he had been running through fields of corn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All righty. All right. Well, you want to wrap up, Greg? Awesome, guys. Um, oh, man, it's been a great service. Uh, guys, we really thank you for listening to the podcast. And, God, Lord, we just pray, Lord, that we thank you for this wonderful day you've given us, God, this wonderful fellowship you've given us with brothers and, and our sisters in our church communities, God. We pray for our community in Carthage, Lord. Yes. We pray for our state, our country, our national leaders, the president, Congress, Supreme Court. We pray for our servicemen, our firefighters, our police officers, Lord. And yes. just pray, to God, that you would bring a revival in our nation like we've never seen before god and let's rekindle that that hope that we have in you lord and and we ask this in jesus name amen 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 thanks guys for listening have an awesome day modern christian dads season two we're about to explode Just dudes talking news, sports, and God.